Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity. And guess what? Today we're having Sarah. Because I can't stop talking. I can't start a podcast without talking about the weather. Wildfires? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're having Portland weather. Oh, you are not. (laughs) Yes, it's been raining since I woke up this morning. And that is so rare. I mean, usually we get afternoon thunderstorms, but... I mean, yeah, it's it's 55. I've got my down vest on, and it's September 12th, which is awesome. So it thank is you for our way. Well, it's funny because you might have heard a little pause in my voice. I was going to say in sunny Portland when I said, I mean, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous, dare I say, Denver-like day today. Wow. Yeah, what's that one movie back in Disney where the... With a parent trap. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're in a weather trap right now. Yeah. No, not parent trap. Freaky Friday. You're thinking. Oh, Freaky Friday. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're not we're not twins that have swapped places with our divorced parents, but it's, you know, <laughs> you'll be Lindsay Lohan and I'll be Jamie Lee Curtis and we'll switch bodies, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. All right. I, Hi, I call I want Jamie Lee Curtis's body still. I was to say, what, are you going to leave me with Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> right. Um, the drug addict slash... You know, I I can't get my life together. Right. Uh, faith in you. We have faith in you. There's always a new day. Maybe we should suggest to Lindsay that she takes up running. Sure. She's never. I don't. I don't think I want to suggest her to be a mother to join our you know elite tribe of mother runners, but just to run her. Mm-hmm. You know that might help her. She might get some good energy out of that. What do you think? I think that should be our next push on Twitter. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> First, go after Katie Couric, and then and then um, our friend Amanda told us Jessica Simpson was on uh, TMZ. Um, so she says she only watches TMZ to help her sleep at night, which I might call her on or I might not. And um, <laughs> so anyway, so um, Amanda told me that Jessica was on um, TMZ talking about the baby weight that she gained and was surprised that it wasn't coming off, and she thought that she might take up running, but. Her boobs are too big right now. So um, so Amanda, always being the social media strategist that she is, she's like, you know, you should tweet her with your link to your runner's world bra, bra article. So, so I did. I mean, I'm like tweeting. I'm like, what am I doing? So, hey, Jessica, I heard you might need some support. Here's an article for you. you know? Like she doesn't have, you know, someone who says, she's, you know, she really wanted a running bra. She could snap her fingers and probably have, you know, 10 FedEx to her the next day, but oh, anyway, and like she doesn't have like I don't know a million at comments at Jessica Simpson on well, Twitter. Exactly. To, to... They're gonna be like, oh, that this is the one I'm gonna open from this random D- Dimitri person. Who is that Dimitri on the run? Right. What does he know about bras? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, but um, yeah. So what's going on with you, SBS? Oh well, um, let's see. School started last week and it's going well, although. Um, So the twins are now in the same second grade class because I am too lazy to deal with, you know, two different days for gym and spelling tests and swimming and library book return. And so I'm like, 
I need to, it's all about me. My life needs to be simpler. So we put them in the same class. And poor John, now he like raises a real big stink. And in John fashion, he, he cries in the morning because he doesn't want to have to sit down in class. And yeah. I, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like those schools, you know, that realize that boys have more energy. And so they let yeah. them like what, either stand at their desk or like, you know, have one of those like walking treadmill-esque type things, you know? <laughs> I'm sure the second graders really respect the treadmill policy and not, you know, jack it up to 10 miles an hour. But yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, you know, I was involved last year with the, or for a couple years, I've been involved with the girls athletic leadership school in here in Denver. And it sounds like it's a sports school, but it's not. But one of the things is that they, you get to sit where you want and they have, you know, like Swiss balls and they have standing desks. And uh, I mean, you know, there definitely are some rules about, you know, tests and stuff like that, but they really try to make it, they understand that, you know, and I think it's boys in general. I mean, Ben at dinner, I mean, you, I don't think he sits in his chair for more than a minute. I can't tell you how many times I say, please sit down, please sit down and finish your dinner. You know, but he's up on his, you know, quote unquote mm-hmm. stage, like dancing and singing for us or, you know, just, he's just busy, you that's, know? And That's what John said. I said, I said, John, but you sit down at dinner. He said, no, usually I like to stand while I eat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hadn't noticed that about you. Uh, but I like that policy, though, of being able to choose where you sit, because I think it's a big shift at our school, at least, with I suddenly realized that in second grade, they don't have the rug um, where kids, you know, spend part of the day sitting crisscross applesauce on their little square on the rug. So I yeah. think it's a real, you know, change for him to have to sit at a desk. Um, yeah, you know, oh. it's a table, but you know, still, it's so in he didn't the. Didn't have to sit at a desk in first grade or kindergarten. He, they did, but there was a lot of time of sitting on those squares. Thus, the reason there were so many lice. Um, oh. <laughs> don't even not. get me started about the rug. Get a little gross out. Let's not do that. Let's <laughs> not go into the vermin category in this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. So anyway, so that's what we're dealing with. He. Well, it was so funny because I finally got to spend some time with your kids mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in. Disney. Disneyland uh, yes. a couple weeks ago when we went to go do the Disneyland half marathon and mm-hmm. um and John I mean <laughs> that kid he was a monkey in a former life I mean <laughs> you were an architect he was a monkey because he like literally you turn around and he scrambled up some impossibly high thing and I'm like how do you even get up there and at one point um you guys were like off in the bath everyone was off in the bathroom except for off on rides or whatever except for me and John and I'm like I'm gonna lose this child you know Ben, ben couldn't climb you know a five-foot ladder if it had five rungs in front of him but um so I was like John stand right next to this pole like because this big like oh, I don't know how you say it obelisk obelisk Uh obelisk yeah that's like you know like a greek column kind of thing and i said you can climb as high as you want in this thing but you may not leave the column (laughs) and um, and so he and i he started climbing and then jack your husband comes by and he goes john get down from there (laughs) i was like i sent him up there because i didn't want him to run off somewhere else and climb something else (laughs) have him go vertical instead of horizontal i love it seriously i was like at least i know where he is right he's not gonna get lost in a crowd (laughs) that's so funny because uh uh this morning daphne was playing with a barbie doll and she said oh the barbie doll has color the same uh hair color as amelia and i'm like oh my gosh still you know the davis kids on her brain Oh. Yes, yes. No, that's what we and I was. Yeah, they were very. Uh, I mean, it was great because our kids got along, our husbands got along. I mean, you know, I really love Disney, and, and we should talk about that race mm-hmm. some. But um, 
But I mean, you know, I am not an amusement park girl. I mean, I would say one day a California adventure and one day at, at Disneyland would probably be my max. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead we got to do two days at the expo meeting, awesome people speaking, you know, just chatting and having a good time. And then the race. So we got to experience the park, but with our crowd <laughs> and, then, um, and then a half day at Disneyland. And I have to say that that was perfect. And I mm-hmm. think our friends probably could have gone for three more days with the kids to the parks and, you know, still not been sick of it. Oh, I mean, <laughs> last night at dinner, John was like, oh, when can we go again? When can we go again? I'm like, I know. Mm, I, yeah. I, yeah. Coming no. home was tough. I mean, Ben was like, I want to go back to California. Like, <laughs> well, after you earn some money, honey. Um, so anyway, so yes, let's talk about the race. I mean, what was, what was your take on it? I, well, I mean, we loved it, and we were both run Disney virgins. I um, hope that's okay. Use that term. Uh, that um, and had you, you hadn't even been to a Disney park? I hadn't been to a park. No, I have to say, I'm, well, I got it before I was forty-one. But yep, forty forty years of my life were Disney deprived. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we both went in, you know, he, just thinking, hearing from what other mother runners had said and raved about those races. And, you know, we, we had our costumes, which I got to say, I think were pretty awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I mean, I, I was impressed from start to finish with that race, just the attention to detail, the attention to each runner. I mean, I, the two things that stood out in my mind happened at the start of the race, which was the live national anthem sung by um, that uh, gentleman from the army and then the fireworks during it because it was still dark at 5 45 a.m yeah, that was cool you're a sucker for a live national anthem aren't you Sarah? Oh, i am i'm just like <laughs> you know and and i also think i'm one of the few people who actually puts her hand up you know over her heart i'm no, just I like think I, my head I'm, i most people put their hand on their heart sometimes women don't take their hats off uh-huh. but I, I think people are pretty respectful when that plays at a school at, at a race if you can hear it i mean sometimes you can't hear it that's the problem you yeah. know yeah no i don't know i Sometimes I take a I take stock in who's doing it, and I find it to be a regional thing. And um, so I was I loved that. Got a little teary eyed over that. And then also the way each corral had its own start. It wasn't just like corral A got the you know the big countdown from the person up on the stage, and then the graphics, the really cool graphics on the um, jumbotron type thing. But it was each corral got that. So whether you started in B or G, you felt special. It felt, you know, like the race was really starting. It wasn't some afterthought that, oh, hey, 10 minutes later, okay, go ahead now. Um, I just thought that was super cool. That was cool too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I mean, I, I kind of told my my race story on our on our blog, Another Mother Runner, but I'll just quickly relive it. I mean, so we, our plan was to run with the 215 and the 230 pace groups, thinking that like we'd be part of a moving party, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's of what we thought was going to be the case. And um, so I, I introduced myself to the 230 guy, which I don't, you know, I'm not a sexist, but I would have preferred it to be a, a woman <laughs> just because, you know, sometimes I feel like women are a little bit more chatty than men, especially in races. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and anyway, so I think I, I met, there was so there was one woman in a badass mother runner shirt. Oh, nice. Group, mm-hmm. and I grew up and I was so excited. Unfortunately, nature called. So I ran with her for about two miles and I was like, I am really sorry. I'll catch you again. I think her name was Gina. She was very sweet. And I said, I'll catch you again, but I've got to use the bathroom. So I use the bathroom. And then I realized that all these people are stopping for pictures, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have, you know, Jasmine and Belle and Cinderella and, you know, Chippendale and everybody. And I was like, oh, I should do that. And then I was like, 
oh my gosh, the lines are like 20 people long. <laughs> it's a picture taken. So I was like, uh, so I, I first started because I started taking pictures of people getting their pictures taken. So I'd have something on the website. Um, and then I was like, oh, and then I saw, and I was like, oh, I can get my picture. So then I looked for the ones that um, didn't have a line. So I got the toy soldiers from um, Toy Story. The most I got. awesome photo. Yeah, that was a fun picture. They okay. were funny. I mean, they kind of looked scary at first, I got to say. And at first I was like, what's the army doing here? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're like, uh, oh, it must be like heightened security level or something. It's I like, know, Ugh. I know. Well, but then they had their face green too. I mean, they do such a good job with costumes, obviously. But also uh, I liked it because they had, uh, whenever you saw those guys, they always had the recording from Toy Story, you know, that kind of drill sergeant type voice. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, no, I think they were talking though real though. It wasn't a recording. Oh. I think they were yeah, because they were saying funny things, you know, in the drill sergeant voice. Uh-huh. I can't recall any right now, but um, <laughs> anyway, and so then, yeah, and then I got the stormtrooper and I put my arm around him. I wish I would have done something a little bit more weapon-like. I know, you got you to gotta let that regret go, go. That's a very SBS thing for you to still be holding on to that. Well, it's mostly because, I w- you know what, if I would have gotten a great picture, I would have, like, framed it for Ben in his room. He would have loved that. Oh, he's totally he, into know, Star Wars? Oh, he's a Star Wars fanatic, even though he's... I don't think he's ever seen the movie, <laughs> but you know, he knows all the characters. Um, although I don't, do you, do you, is, is John a Star Wars fanatic? No, no. My kids no. are not obsessed with any like pop, pop culture thing. They're not obsessed with Legos. They're, I don't know. Well, you, I, you hid the Legos from your kids. <laughs> let's come clean here now. So you put them both in second grade and let's talk about Legos for a second. And that they, um, well, okay. So here's where I admit that, um, one of Phoebe's good friends um, has a younger brother who's totally into Legos. And that mom was like, you know, we have way too many Lego things. We're standing around talking. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. You know, we have like no Legos. And she said, oh, I'm going to bring over a bag of them. Well, I can tell you exactly where that bag is. It is still in our front hall closet. <laughs> because I just feel once I let it literally out of the bag, then, the, then you know, it's a plastic wasteland in my house. So, yep, you know, they, they it, seem it, content. They don't for your feet, do you step on them in the middle of the night when you get up to get a glass of water or something? You're oh. like, ow, 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 it hurts so much. <laughs> right. Yeah. So why, why you know, invite hey. invite that vampire in, you know? So Well, I know, but so you say your kids don't like Legos, but the reality is, is you haven't given them a chance. But, well, I take that back because we gave, so Phoebe really, she's very bright at math, really very spatially oriented. I have dreams of her going to MIT, as I admitted to um, a woman at our first house party in Austin who had a, her doctoral degree from MIT. Anyway, so um, I got her a couple kits, and I'm always so disappointed by how small those kits are, how small the things they are that make. And so I got her the White House. So she and John dismantled the White House, the Lego White House, the yeah. other day, and now John is putting it back together. So, oh, well, that's something. Yeah, yes. There I'll take a picture of it, so, and I'll tweet it to you so that you'll see that he's not fully deprived. Okay. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, so long story short, going back to my two thirty group. So then I finally meet up with him again, and I'm like, "Hey, two thirty, how's it going?" And um, like nothing. So mm-hmm. I think the guy's name was Joe, our leader, mm-hmm. and he he was very nice. And I and I understand that their job is to get the people across the line within one minute of the promised finishing time. I mean, because I finally was like, "Okay, I'm going to talk to him." He's paced ninety seven marathons. Wow was headed to like St. George, then New York, then somewhere in the like Southeast to do marathons. So, I mean, you know, he hits his time. I mean, and that's, if that's important to you, that's important to you. But I was expecting to, you know, I guess have a little bit more chatter or something. So then I just sped up 
and um, and kind of met some great mother lo- runners along the way and and had a good time. Yeah, I um. So as you mentioned, it was b- both our plans. Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash AMR. That's BarkBox.com slash AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com slash AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. Plants around with pace groups, and it was our we were virgins for pace groups as well. And uh, so I had a woman leading mine, and I just was, it was like, hello, 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 anybody out there? Like, no one was talking. And all I thought, I just kept thinking, oh, I can totally envision Dimity. She's so dynamic and racist. She's probably just chatting it up, <laughs> yucking it up with everybody. And here I am being like, you know, silent as I run along, trying to make conversation. And... Then I also had to go to the bathroom, but a little bit later in the race, and our um, uh, pace uh, leader also had to. And so we were both sprinting to try to catch up with the person who'd been, you know, handed off the um, balloons with the pace sign. And uh, it just felt so good to pick up the pace. And then I guess we hit, um, when we right as we were coming up towards seven, I thought, okay, that's it. I'm going to leave the pace group behind in search of people to talk to. And I thought, I'm gonna, I need a new goal. I thought, I'm going to run a negative split because we talk in our, mm, yeah, the elusive is, yeah, we call it the holy grail in our talk that we give at races. And I thought, hmm, okay, well, here we talk, tell people that they should try to get a, whole, a negative split. And I've never gotten one in a race. So I figured since I had gone out so um, conservative for me, I thought, oh, I think I can definitely do this. So I picked up the pace, not super fast or anything, about to marathon pace, and um, then, you know, found women to talk to and had a great time talking to people, talked to. Um, uh, the best uh, experience was that around mile 10, I hooked up with uh, this woman, Mackenzie, 
And she, uh, the reason I talked to her was a woman had stopped to walk alongside the race course and she was like, come on, come on, you know, you're strong, you can do it. And I thought, okay, my type of gal, she encourages people. I like that. Sure. And the best line she said was, um, I said, oh, that was so great. You encouraged her. And she said, you can walk when you're dead. And I'm like, <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah so not yeah not quite not quite true but you know let's hope we don't walk when we're dead but (laughs) otherwise yeah we'll be a show on the amc channel but um but yeah so we had a great time and she had said that she was um forget her wording but she um she would do she bled and and something. Yeah. So she, in in essence, she was saying that she would surge and then kind of peter back and surge and peter back. And she had some interesting lingo about what it was. Yeah, it definitely had to do with blood, I remember. And um, maybe she said she would bleed out or I don't know, something. And uh, <laughs> so she was pleased that I was helping her keep a um, her slightly faster pace, but keep it steady. And um, so, and she only wore like a little kind of dime store type watch that had you know a tiny face on it and didn't even have a second hand or anything and so you know here i am with my garmin 210 on and i'm like okay this is our split you know we're at about nine this is great and so then um in classic style she took off from me at the very end and and uh you know with about i don't know 20 yards to go or something and she finished about mm, 30 seconds ahead of me something like that so it was very exciting Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I ended up my last hookup um, with mother runners with, was with a woman named Trisha and forgetting her friend's name. She had two friends with her and Trisha was the one. She was very cute. She came to our table the day before mm-hmm. and um, was just super energetic and enthusiastic. And so I was so happy to finish running with them. And as we're coming kind of with mile, like half a mile to go, she said, yeah, this is the anniversary of my mother's death. Mm. Um, and she said, so I'm running today in honor of her. And she's the one, if you go to the blog, it says mom equals strength. She wrote it on her forearm. And I was like, wow, that's the perfect way to end this weekend. You know, I mean, I love that these stories kind of come out. I mean, obviously you don't wish death upon anybody's parents, but I mean, like, you know, like that's just, what's so cool sometimes about just going to the race and just seeing what happens is like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, look what we are. We are strong. And like, she gets strength from her mother and our kids get strength from us, and you know, I, I love, I love stuff like that. Oh, it was definitely the universe sending you, a, sending us a message. I mean, that was that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, out of what sixteen thousand runners, you happen to finish the race with a woman who has that written on her arm. I mean, yeah. come on, oh, that right. was that was not happenstance that that happened. That was you know, that was fate having its hand in it. So well, um, that's a good segue into the universe sending me another message. <laughs> I also put up on the blog, which um, was me the day before the aqua bike dropping a box of books on my toe. It is so red. And I, I'm, I'm like kind of contemplating, do I do like a little DIY surgery? And, like trying to pop the blood blister or do I just let it? Oh, Dimity, you are queen of popping blood blisters. I can't believe I know, you. I know. But I just, I'm not feeling super badass right now. I think I want to just kind of let it, I think I just need a week of just like letting my body just not, not harassing my body anymore. (laughs) I also thought the timing of that could not be worse because, um, you've neglected to mention, uh, part of our Disney weekend, which was you and I deciding that we would sit by the pool after the race. And that was quite enjoyable. It felt like we were on a girlfriend's getaway. And um, you were, you know, kind of wriggling your toes as they were outstretched on the um, sun chair. And you were like, oh, this this nail totally hurts. And this nail hurts. And th- this one always does. And I'm like, 
huh, none of my toenails hurt. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't know what it was. I mean, so that's the thing going back, you know, I mean, so I ran, you know, a 2.30 mar- half marathon with our friend Cynthia at the mm-hmm. Zuma Annapolis race. And I just had the best, I mean, that was probably the race, one of the best races of my life easily. Wow. Um, and so I was expecting that again. And mm-hmm. so I think that like one-on-one connection mm-hmm. is really important if you're going to try and help pace somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have, you're, you're definitely there for them. You're kind of their Sherpa and their motivator and whatever, and not just try to insert yourself into a random pace group. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like my feet didn't hurt at all that day that I ran with Cynthia, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, sometimes you just have that natural pace that just feels right to you. Mm-hmm. And so when I was not connecting with anybody and I was running a little bit slower than I normally do. Like my feet just for some reason just took the brunt of it. And I don't know if I had like too thick of socks on or my shoes felt a little small or I don't know what it was, but hmm. Anyway. You know, I wonder if it was all the start and stop with the photos or I don't know, something. Oh, but... oh it was toy soldiers. They stepped on my toes. It was. It was. Oh, those guys, <laughs> you said they seemed a little mean. Um, yeah, they were kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, uh, so another kind of um, uh, oopsie bad, you know, for your health move to, uh, that you forgot to put on sunscreen at your aqua. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was kind of a race. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, well, so I head to the... Um, the starting line at, you know, the bright eyed time, I left my house at 5.30. The race started, like, the, the transition area closed at 7.30, um, but I didn't get in the water until, like, after 8. But oh. anyway, when I left at 5.30, it was 50 degrees out. Like, I had my yoga pants on. I had on, you know, a sweatshirt. I was cold. And um, and I wasn't – and I was thinking I was going to put on my long sleeve jersey to ride the bike because, burr, like, coming out of the water and it's, you know, and you're on the bike – and it's chilly out. And of course that the high that day was um, like 85 and I ended up just wearing my tank and I got, I got very, very burned on my back. And and the best part was I had a sliver kind of right across, right above my crack. Um, because, that, you know, my, that being your, that being your butt crack is what you're yeah, talking my, my about. <laughs> Cause like when I um, lean forward on the bike on the arrow position, my, um, Mm-hmm. You know, my, my tank top doesn't cover my ample torso. So I have this nice kind of like banana shaped sliver of tan right there. So that's really sexy. Yeah. Dim the plumber. <laughs> exactly. So um, but today you were running long too, right? Yeah. So I wasn't a slacker on Sunday and we should mention all that. I don't know if people heard you were talking about your aquathon or your, your yeah, uh, so aqua I, bike. I did the, I did the I did the swim. I did a 1.2 mile swim and then a 56 mile bike. Mm -hmm. And then I conveniently left off the 13.1 mile half marathon. So, um, so that was a half Ironman, two thirds of a half Ironman basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, and one, and, and, um, one thing that people wrote in about comments and I, wanted to bring it up is people like, Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Aqua bikes are a little hard to find, you know, you got to live in cool Colorado to do them, but (laughs) um, but they're a great way to try the half Ironman distance, you know, (laughs) taking off that, half marathon the end makes it a lot easier mm-hmm. or the other thing is join a relay team um oh that's you a know, good idea yeah six mile bike is obviously no small piece of change um and the 1.2 mile swim is definitely challenging and then or you can run a half marathon too and just kind of get a flavor of it and see because the one thing that's different in a run and a triathlon is it's so much later in the day like oh, i mean yeah. i taking off for the run at 11 or 11 30 and it was hot and there was no shade. So mm-hmm. just kind of mentally being prepared for that, you know, and, and seeing how that feels and then maybe taking on the full thing the next year or something like that. I, uh, the only time I've ever partaken in, um, a race of that distance was when I did it as a part of a relay. And, um, I want you to try to guess what 
uh, leg of the relay I did when I did um, took part in a half Ironman distance. I said it's the swim. Oh, I can't believe you guessed. Have I told you that already? I think you must have written it somewhere because I feel like I know that. Oh, you were you were coached on the answer. I thought that'd be such a surprise. Oh, oh no, you're a good swimmer. Oh. Why would that be surprising? Oh, well, you know, I thought, you know, of course she did the run. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did that. That was... Um, and it's not an Ironman sanctioned event. It's the, um, we did the half Vine Man when, way back in the day when I worked at City Sports Magazine in San Francisco. And <laughs> it was during a drought, which people can relate to this year, unfortunately. And so it was in the Russian River up in Sonoma County. And the water was so shallow that there were several times that my hand touched the bottom while I was swimming. Oh, and, and, yeah. and then some people stood up and walked and I was this was way 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 back in the day and so I didn't know much about exercise but at the time I just thought okay no matter how slow a swimmer you are you can swim faster than you can walk through water you can. Right? Yeah. Every, every triathlon coach I said I've ever read or said you know you stand up when you touch the bottom yeah you don't run before that yeah 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 exactly yeah so um yeah, so that was a oh, and it was so the water was so um, you know muddy and everything. So, but I had a blast, and I love the photo from that. So, um, but yeah, that was a good way to experience um, a race of that distance without taking on the whole enchilada at one time. So, Very yeah, good. yeah. So, but on Sunday, because we only have a few minutes left, um, Jeez, we're not going to even get to the meat of our meat of our podcast. But that's okay. We like to just chit chat, right? We do. We have yeah, like we did the poolside in at Disney. Um, yes. So uh, yes, so I had um, I ran my longest run um, as prep for the Twin Cities Marathon, which I am just. I get more excited for every passing day. It's October 7th. We're going to be speaking both days at the expo and uh, you're going to be running the 10 miler. You got to maybe get in a little training for that. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you know, I, I, I'll let you talk, uh, but I'm running a half marathon the weekend before that. Oh, I don't, I, look at I mean, you. These things, all these things I don't know about you, Dim. It's uh, a trail one though. So it'll be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I ran 21 miles on Sunday and um, so our, um, I'm following the, amazingly a plan out of run train like a mother i'm following the marathon own it plan again and so you're gonna own it again again, i'm just gonna own so many marathons i don't know where (laughs) i'm going to put them all uh and so yeah look back at my training schedule did uh 20 miles around kind of like i don't know july 21st ish did 20 again mid-august and then did 21 the plan calls for 20 to 21 and of course being me there's you know of course surprise I did 21 and um my friend Ellison is following the cleanse to the letter that you um you know kind of improvised a little bit she read the book she's doing it so so she's a fantastic fantastic runner and um multi-time Boston qualifier but she was only able to go um about eight miles. And since I was, we, we weren't doing a circuit, we were doing, I was doing, you know, kind of a point to point thing. And so she um, joined me for four miles. So I was by myself for 17 miles and I just had a blast. It was just oh, good. so enjoyable. And I listened to um, our house party podcast, um, probably about two thirds of the way through it. So I laughed along with us all over again. It was a good time. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So she's really, she's really doing the cleanse. Like she's only eating that little bit because she's kind of a bird of a girl, isn't she? She a is tiny. I mean, she is tiny. So E is tip. I don't know. She's maybe, I don't know. I'll get it wrong, but like five, four and gosh, I'd say on a good day, she's one t- 
10 maybe. And, um, if that, and so she said, yeah, she said she dropped seven pounds the first week and she does not want to lose weight. That's not the point of being on this. She's, um, I won't overshare, but she just has some a couple medical things going on that she's hoping can get cleared up by doing the cleanse. And cause she'd sure. been intrigued about it by reading about it on our website, you following it. And then she had met with, um, a urologist that sort of gives you a hint what she's dealing with. And, sh- uh, she said, well, what do you think about this cleanse? He was like, wow, I was going to recommend it, but it's, you know, really intense. And, you know, it's not for the faint of heart to, to undertake. And I mean, she is following it to the letter. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. And she says she has very, very little energy. So, um, yeah. 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 yeah so, wow. anyway, yes. So anyway, so I think we have run out of time. My goodness. Yeah. I, I, I knew we wouldn't get to the Q and A's, but, uh, it was, it was good to catch up and and hopefully people enjoyed listening along. So, um, so we look forward to seeing you on our website, anothermotherrunner.com on our Facebook page, run like a mother, the book on Twitter. I'm at SBS on the run and she's at Dimity on the run. We very much hope. I'm actually at Dimitri on the run. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, she's not. And Jessica, uh, write me back if you're listening, Jessica. I mean, I don't know which bra you picked. And uh, we, if you like our podcast, you'll love our books, Run Like a Mother and Train Like a Mother. So we'd love it if you would buy them or give them as a gift to someone. So um, many happy miles, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.